Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast. In this episode, we're going to indulge in one of the best parts of a Disney vacation, the food. Specifically, we'll be discussing our favorite table service dining options at Walt Disney World in both the parks and at the resorts. From the theming to the cuisine, we will cover all of the details that make these dining experiences truly magical. So sit back, relax, and get ready to dive into our top picks for table service dining at the happiest place on earth. Today, as always, I am joined by Nicole and Renee. Welcome, ladies. Hello. and Timing to talk about food with the return of the dining plan for 2024. Best news coming out of yesterday. I'm so excited. I know a lot of guests are going to be excited too. Mm -hmm. So these come back uh, in 2024 and the 2024 packages that opens up on May the 31st. So all the families that have been waiting until next year, May 31st, we can book those packages and then we can add the dining plan for any travel uh, beginning after January the 9th. So very, very exciting. January 9th and beyond. You know, it's funny when I think about what parts make up a Disney vacation, to me, it's always so funny how important dining is and how much of, you know, part of the experience dining is when you're when you're either at the parks or the resorts, because I feel like when I go on other vacations, dining is just an afterthought, mm -hmm. whereas here there's like a method to picking where we're eating, when and why. Yeah. It's important to do it early because we can book dining and special experiences 60 days before arrival. So having uh, some conversations around where you want to eat and planning your park days is really, really important. So I was going to ask the both of you, if you have like your one go-to restaurant that you have to eat at every time you go to the park. I do not have a specific restaurant that I have to eat at inside the park, but outside of the park and in, in, in a specific resort, yes. We love, uh, love, love Steakhouse 71. It is our top favorite, uh, currently our top favorite dining location at Walt Disney World. So Steakhouse 71 is located inside the Contemporary Resort, which is just a short walk away from Magic Kingdom. It's kind of easy to pick up a drop reservation. So if you're looking for something on the app, it's there. It's formally the Wave. I don't know if either of you ate at the Wave at the Contemporary before it made the transition to Steakhouse 71. And I actually really liked the Wave. So I was a little bit bummed when they announced the refurbishment and turning it into Steakhouse 71. But actually, we love it so much. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is fantastic. I will share with you for breakfast, they do a seasonal pancakes. And I'm not typically a sweet breakfast person, but they have amazing seasonal pancakes. In the fall, typically, typically it's a pumpkin flavored pancake, which is delicious. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of months ago, we had the spring version, and it was a lemon blueberry with a ricotta topping. It was delicious so good they oh, that also, sounds amazing it's so good and they also do a pressed pot coffee which is my favorite it typically serves like two people um so i love the breakfast there lunch is great dinner we 
love Steakhouse 71 so much. That was our Christmas Day dinner choice. So we had dinner on Christmas Day at Steakhouse 71. Now, my husband's favorite thing at this restaurant is the burger, but the burger is not on the dinner menu, but you can still ask for it and they will give it to you. So it's phenomenal. The One of the best burgers on property. It might be the best burger on property. It's delicious. He dreams of the burger all the time. Um, they have great- 100% agree. Did you have it too? Yep. So it's so good. And if you can't get it, you can get it at the bar oh. all day, which I love. Yes. It's delicious. So love the burger. Um, it has great drinks. All kinds of things there are delicious. My only issue, I'll be really transparent, is we have never been seated on time. So just make sure that you're kind of planning in advance for that. We've eaten there a lot and we have never been seated on time. So, <laughs> but it, that's good to know though. It's still our favorite. So that says a lot. The fact that it's kind of a little bit behind in their seating, but we still choose it. Delicious. And it's nice because a lot of times I feel like you get rushed. Yeah. You know, like oh, yeah. you're in sometimes when you're in like the character experiences and things like that, it's kind of a set flow. Yeah. So it's nice that I find that the resort ones are a little bit different. It's kind of more of a relaxed pace, which is nice, but I love it. That's my favorite. Now, now to show you where my priorities lie, whenever I look at the menu for Steakhouse 71, it's the like thousand layer chocolate oh, cake yeah. that does there. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yes. Yes. Mine's the uh the bottomless mimosas <laughs> with the, you can get with the pog juice from Tusker. Yep. Yes. Probably don't want to operate, you know, guardians after that, yeah. but yeah. No, it, it's so good. It's so good. It's one of my favorites. Definitely something to consider trying. That's a good pick, Bridget. That's gonna be hard to follow. I know. Who's next? Um okay, so I'm gonna go and and mine's, I couldn't narrow it down to one, guys. <laughs> I tried really, really hard. So I am through and through a believer in trying to get the earliest flight to, to Disney every single time I go, because there's two things that I always have to do every single trip. The first is our first meal usually is always at the boathouse, yes. which is in Disney Springs. I love it. It sets the mood for the vacation. As soon as I have one of their strawberry gin fizzes in my hand, I'm like, checked out of everything else um it's such a beautiful view i love to be able to see seated outside as long as the weather is pending um they do brunch you'll find that brunch is a running theme in all of my recommendations today but they do brunch but top contenders for sure the shrimp andouille mac and cheese very good great thing to share because it is definitely very rich and delicious and luxurious um, we usually get that. And then we always start with the crab cake and avocado appetizer, which is so, so good and fresh and huge. And it's shareable, which I love the grilled mahi tacos and the, um, the shrimp boil is also really, really good. So I love it because everybody can kind of get something and the servings are really large. So you can try everything, which is nice. Um, and then they have some phenomenal desserts. What I love, because I'm definitely like along the same mindset. I love those fall flavors and things like that. They do a caramel apple bread pudding year round, which is delicious. And my hubby loves key lime pie. So the key lime pie in a jar is also one of our, our main picks there. 
Um, they have fantastic cocktails. They have a bazillion wines there, which I like, and different um, beers and flights and things like that. They have local um, beers as well as some that are like more coastal, which is kind of neat. Um, so that one's always seems to be the first meal every time. It's always like our first dinner. Um, and then before we leave, I always make sure that we're there over the weekend because the brunch at Wine Bar George is next level. Um, we've gone for dinner and gone done like charcuterie and, you know, the all the big boards and things like that. It's such a cool place. Um, I wouldn't say it's 100% kid friendly. They do have some options, but it's definitely a great thing. Like if grandma and grandpa come or aunts and uncles and somebody wants to sneak away or whatnot and do just like kind of an adult only dining, I feel it's great for that because there's just not enough things on the menu that I would pay to take my kid to, I guess. Boathouse, yes. Wine Bar George, not. Some cool things about it is um, George, Wine Bar George, he is usually at the restaurant. Oh, um, we've seen him there probably four times, which is really cool. And he'll come up and he'll talk to you. He is a master sommelier, which is a very hard thing to, to get approved to and to get to that level. They have 140 different wines or more that they offer and you can buy them by the bottle, you can buy them by the glass. And then what I love is like some of the ones that are really pricey, you can do by the ounce, oh. which is kind of cool. So you can try, you know, something maybe that you would never buy a whole bottle of, but you want to definitely check it out. Um, and he has wines from all over the world, which is really cool. Um, my recommendations for meals. So you may want to take notes because this one is, this one's a good one. The small plates, if you go for the dinner, the pork belly with the grilled corn, the big board, which is their cheese and charcuterie board. Because I feel like if you get just the cheese board or just the, mm -hmm. the meat board, it's you miss the other thing. So definitely go with the big board. Um, the olive oil cake is fantastic. One is, is plenty for the table to share and just kind of that little bit of sweet. And then um, for the brunch, I always end up with the burrata, which is like an open-faced sandwich on this beautiful toasted sourdough with fresh avocado and arugula and lemon zest. And then they just have a giant, huge ball of burrata that they just pour over the top. And it's, and, and bacon. I forgot there's bacon on it too. So that's usually my go-to. Um, steak and eggs there is, is delicious as well. Um, the French toast with honey whipped cream and strawberries is delicious. Um, you can, they have a to-go window, which is kind of fun. So if you want to go up and just get a glass of wine and you're walking around Disney Springs or you're waiting in the line at Gideon's, <laughs> you can get yourself a cocktail, <laughs> which is nice because we all have waited in that line at some point. Um, but they have their house specialties are their froscado, which is a they do a mimosa with it and it's Dole Whip with Prosecco and Moscato wine. And then they also have a Frosé, which I actually, I love Dole Whip, but I prefer the Frosé over it. I think it's really good. It's really refreshing. Again, you can get um, it to go, which is nice and walk around as well. It's got Rosé, vodka, and strawberry in it. So I know I could talk about food all day. Well, Sorry, for our guys. listeners that don't know, Renee is a chef. So... 
listening to her food recommendations uh, is is highly advised because she knows what she's talking about. She knows some good food. So um, I'm going to, I took notes, Renee. I'm, I'm ready to go on those. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. They're just, you know, some fun things. I always like to find something that's good for the family, but I also think sometimes it's important if you have the ability to do it. And like I said, if you have somebody with you to kind of squeeze in a little like getaway, either a dinner one night or something like that. And I know you guys have some other great recommendations as well of things that you can do at the resorts or at um, the parks as well that are fun for either families and then, you know, like doing as a couple or like a special date, Disney date night. You guys eat like grownups. Wait till you hear my pick and why I pick them. I'm on the edge They're of my like, seat. Tell me. I mean, I'm excited. You're, you're going into all these delicious cocktails and apps <laughs> and dinners. I have the pickiest eaters in the world. Oh. So when we do dining, it's all based on atmosphere. Um, you know, we are not fine. Don't get me wrong. I do love a good meal. I'm perfectly content with a burger and fries, though, like all the time. So when we pick our must-do dining, it's all about the atmosphere because the kids love being entertained. So like, you know, for us, and it always depends on where we're staying to. So if we're in a Magic Kingdom area resort, our must-do is the Whispering Canyon because the kids love, love, love the antics mm -hmm. there. Now, why it's important to know that that's their favorite restaurant is because none of them eat barbecue or meats. So they will go to this restaurant regardless because they love the sass and they love being heckled. Yeah. By the wait staff there. That's hilarious. They only eat, and it's fine because my kids only eat like three different things. So they can get their chicken fingers and they can get all of the cornbread that they want to their heart's content. And they're perfectly fine with that because they love the atmosphere. Um, so if anybody's not familiar with the Whispering Canyon Cafe, it's at the Wilderness Lodge, which is one of my favorite resorts. And my favorite part about that resort is the lobby. And this is an open restaurant right in the lobby. So you can see it and it fits in with the theme. Like you go in and you feel like you're in this old Western and if you've ever eaten at 50s Primetime Cafe, I kind of compare it like that because your waitstaff are really like character actors. Yeah. Um, but I do say like, if you're not okay with being sassed and heckled, this may not be the spot for you. Um, but that is right up our family's alley. You know, from the second that the waitstaff shows up and they just throw all those cocktail napkins all over your table, they love that. Um, now, for my husband and I, we do eat barbecue and we do like the meats. So if you were to order any of their skillets, it's all you can eat. So they can just come bring you more ribs or barbecue chicken or whatever it is that you're looking for that you want more of. And it's funny because we always think like, you know, should we split a skillet? Like how much can we eat? And then we leave feeling disgusting because we amaze ourselves with just how much barbecue can be eaten. Uh, but, you know, when you're talking about the antics there, the kids love, and sometimes I always feel bad like giving away the magic, but I do think like when you experience, it's totally different. But the whole, we want ketchup, my kids don't eat ketchup and they will ask for it every time. Just have every bottle of ketchup in the restaurant be brought over to the table. And then they love when the next table is screaming, we want ketchup mm -hmm. that they have to go bring the 30 bottles over. Yes. No, my kids have never had ketchup a day in their life and they will scream to their heart's content to have all of the bottles brought That's over to them. Hilarious. 
And they love ordering drinks different ways to see how they come. You know, they'll ask for the largest mm-hmm. glass of lemonade ever to get a little four ounce, you know, it looks like a little nip yeah. of lemonade. Or if they say they just want a small refill and they come over with the huge jugs and then they're stacking, you know, one straw on top of another. So that's always, that's always a fun experience. But what I do like, my kids are better breakfast eaters and they do, you know, the the problem is breakfast always feels more quiet. So they feel like they can't be as loud. They do it then during breakfast. Um, But, you know, breakfast, same thing. They have the skillets, but then we can get the bacon, the waffles, the different eggs, the quiches, um, you know, the Mickey waffles. So I always feel like we can fill their bellies there, but we are truly going for the entertainment at Whispering Canyon. And sometimes I feel like those resort restaurants, you know, people get lost in that because they just want to eat at the parks because it's easier. Mm-hmm. And I get that, but I really love the resort experience when it comes to dining. Yeah. It's nice to take a break from the park as well. Mm-hmm. So being able to sneak away for a little bit, even if it's just to have a meal, can be really nice and refreshing. So we like a lot of the resort dining. Yes. Oh my gosh, for sure. I think there's so many options. Mm -hmm. And I think people always think about just what they're going to eat in the parks. And there are, I mean, there's probably, I mean, would you say like 30, 40? There's a lot. Restaurants between Disney Springs and the resorts. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so much to choose from. Um, We'll talk in another episode about how to get to all of them. But it's definitely something that's obtainable when, regardless of where you're staying on property, um, to be able to get to different things, um, you know, and and there's things you can just pop in for that are known for, you know, like we go to, we like sauna at Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Main reason we go there is the bread service. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. It's incredible, yeah. you know, and like that will be the judge for some of my family members. Yeah. Like, who has the best bread? Yeah. My son could make a whole meal out of that. I'm not taking him to maybe something yeah. as fancy, but for him that is, and there's something that everybody else can get there too. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think I think it's a good it's a good idea to explore those things as well. And sometimes it's out of the box. Sometimes you're like, oh, but I'm in the parks and I you especially depending on when you go. It might be a nice break from the heat. It might be a a time to just kind of relax your feet. It may be something if you're going with different, you know, like we said, grandparents or somebody like that, that that needs a little downtime during the day versus if you go with your family, go, 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 you know, like a open to close. Um, it's, It's a nice opportunity. It's a nice thing to do. And a lot of the parks, it's very convenient to get to those things as far as like Epcot, Magic Kingdom. There's a lot of things that are close that you can just pop out of the park quickly and get to. What are some of your favorite in-park dining locations? Well, I can go. I feel like I just spoke, but I'll go. Yeah. Tony's. So without fail, we always eat at Tony's Town Square in Magic Kingdom. And it was funny. I was just looking through my pictures and I realized we have eaten there every year before the not so scary. And I didn't even realize we did it. It wasn't, I was trying to get pictures to send someone. And I was like, every one of these pictures, I'm in a Halloween costume. (laughs) So I kept going back year after year and I was like, oh, we clearly go. The reason I like it again, my kids are so picky. Italian is easy for Mm -hmm. us. You know, they have every version of pasta or something that you could want. And then the pizzas as well. And my daughter's the one who 
likes pizza, but it has to have a little bit of sauce and a lot of cheese yeah. and you can customize your orders. So I like that. I also love, I think it's just such a charming restaurant. It's themed to Lady and the Tramp. So if you haven't been in there, it's as soon as you walk into the Magic Kingdom. So it's right there on the right, just past Town Hall. And I love just how cute and quaint it is. And if you liked, you know, if you liked Lady and the Tramp, you have that cute little fountain in there. Uh, for me personally, Italian's my favorite meal. So I'm I'm happy with basically any Italian anywhere. Mm. <laughs> but I'm also a huge fan of people watching. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about ponies, not yet just for the food, but because of the people watching. I love being sat outside, you know, de weather depending, because you're watching everybody as they're either entering Magic Kingdom for the first time. And then you just see like the awe in their eyes as they are about to approach the castle. Or you see the families who have clearly had enough and then you're watching them exit the park. <laughs> Sometimes loudly. The midday meltdown. Yeah. yeah. And it is just perfect. And you just look at those parents and you're like, I feel fine. Oh. But it's so I like Tony's just based on the location of the park. But I will say we have never had and customer service is great at all the parks and all of the restaurants. I don't know what it is about Tony's, but for us, the customer service there has been top notch every single time. I don't know if we've just lucked out every time that we've gone, but our servers have always gone above and beyond. They're so friendly. They talk to the kids all the time. They ask us about our fit. Like it just, it feels like home. They'll, they'll talk to us about, you know, where are we from? How often do we come? We're DVC members. So they ask about our home resort. Um, and then I just like, I really like the options there. Sadly, they just changed their menu because they used to have the trio because I don't like to pick. So it used to be like the fettuccine, yeah, the lasagna and the chicken parm. So now that's not there anymore. So now we either have to order multiple entrees and split it. Um, but their food is always good and their dessert for the kiddos. So they have ice cream sundaes, but they also have the adorable. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It's a chocolate cupcake meant to look like spaghetti and meatballs. So cute. Uh, the front fondant looks like spaghetti and then it looks like they have little meatballs. It is the cutest. It is the cutest thing in the world. But for me, it's just a cute, quaint option because I feel like at Magic Kingdom, if you're not looking to do one of the big experiential dinings at one of the castles, um, I don't want to say you don't have a lot to choose from. But for us, that's always like a very well-priced meal. Mm -hmm. We always leave with our bellies full. It's just a solid meal. Customer service is great. And then, you know, we're not going out of our way to dine every time at Cinderella's Royal Table or inside the Beast Castle. So for us, we really like Tony's. Now, Nicole, have you um, dined there during, because I know they used to do the parade package. I don't know if that's come back off the top of my head, but yeah, have you gone during that time or fireworks? It So what I like, if we're going for the fireworks, it's to watch the fireworks from the end of the park and then make a quick exit because you can literally finish dining, walk out, you're at the end of Main Street. What I like about that view, you know, for guests that maybe can go to Magic Kingdom multiple times and don't care about not seeing the castle projection up close, I love the panoramic view, especially now we're happily ever after all of Main Street is illuminated with the projections. Mm -hmm. I feel like you get such a different view. And when you're up close to the castle, you don't notice what's happening behind you. I mean, nobody's looking behind, obviously you're looking at the castle with the fireworks. So it's a nice view. So I like it because you don't feel like you're squished in like sardines at the very end of main street. And then it's a quick exit mm -hmm. out of the park. 
unfortunately we never did the parade we never did the parade dining for me italian can't because it was always timed out with the earlier parades so it was always like a lunch um for me we were ordering really heavy things and i like that to be more of like a dinner Mm -hmm. so i'm not riding space mountain after i ate seven pounds of fettuccine (laughs) Um, but i know i know that was so i i really hope that comes back because i think you know having a great little lunch spot and then knowing you have a guaranteed spot for the parade. that's one of the things that I hope comes back because I know, I know how popular that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Italian food's your favorite. Um, yeah. Mexican food is my family's favorite. And so one of our favorite in park dining options is San on hell in restaurante. Have you guys had that? Yes, Mexican pavilion. It is so good. It's at Epcot inside uh, the Mexican pavilion. This is not to be confused with the La Hacienda de San Angel, which is kind of across the street from it. They have very similar names, but this one is inside the pavilion. Um, It's it's in perpetual twilight. I think that's the way they describe it on the website. It's modeled after a 17th century hacienda um, at the bottom of a Mayan ruin. And if you can get one of the tables that's located right beside the water, because this restaurant is right beside the Three Caballeros water ride attraction. Um, And so you can sit next to the water. There's a, a volcano off in the distance. And it is just beautiful. It's dimly lit. It could be a very romantic spot if you're looking for like a date night location too, but my family loves Mexican food. Okay. So we're talking chips and salsa, margaritas. The last time I went, I had their trio of enchiladas and they were amazing. Mm -hmm. So good. Now my husband speaks Spanish. So he was a a Spanish minor in, uh, in college. And then our daughter has kind of adopted some of that as well with she's taking Spanish classes as well. So ordering things in Spanish correctly is very fun for our family. So it's just a part of the whole experience for us. I will say, Nicole, you talked about a menu change. Before COVID, mm-hmm. they had a carne asada that my yeah. husband absolutely oh, loved. Yes. It's not there anymore. I know. So sad. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, so I, know. Good. Um, I also like the mole, but the, the carne asada, it was so good. And my husband, every time we go now, he's like, oh, man, they changed the menu. But it's still delicious. It's a wonderful place. Great kid-friendly options, tacos, you know, burrito, those types of things. So you can find things for your kids there. It's a, a really good spot. If you love Mexican food, I really recommend San Angel. The, the uh, atmosphere is amazing. It's a fun place to eat at. And it's definitely one of our favorites, and we love to do it a lot. They also have chicken fingers, yeah. because that's why we can eat there. So. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, there you go. My daughter's very adventurous. So a lot of the things that we like is going to be kind of off the charts a little bit with what would be like a normal chicken finger um, uh, option. But no, we we love this restaurant. But that's good to know about the chicken fingers. Mm-hmm. Nicole's going to be our go-to. We're going to start. Maybe we could do a whole series on who has chicken we fingers or who has the best service dining too. I think we should do that coming yeah, up. Like totally. quick service restaurants, but we'll yeah. stick with table right now. Well, and it's important to note that that restaurant is the closest 
that we have on the East Coast for all our Disneyland listeners that love Blue Bayou, oh, which is inside the Pirates attraction. Mm -hmm. So this is this is the only other option we have, even though we have more parks. Yeah, that's going to be as close. So if you like that vibe, mm -hmm. it's it's so it's so fun, and I think that's a great pick. Love it. It's a very nice air conditioned place too. I was just going to say, if you're t looking for a place to like cool mm -hmm. off, I think just because the ceiling is so high, yeah. it's open. It, it's it is really nice. Yes. Well, now keeping at Epcot is uh, our family, like one of the very first times we ever went as a family to Walt Disney World. We ate here and we absolutely loved it. And it seems to be like the running theme. It is my husband's most favorite restaurant out, out of everything. Like he will go to Disney as long as we have a reservation there. Um, but that is Rose and Crown. Really? In the, I know it's, it's like, I always feel like there's always a reservation for it. Yeah. It's not the most popular at all. It's got a very, very simple menu. I think it's got like four or five entrees, mm -hmm. um, but he loves the scotch egg that's there. He talks about it constantly, even when we're not there. Yeah. If we go somewhere that's like a pub, that's the first thing he asked. He would have never known what it was until he ate there. Um, so that's always good. The bangers and mash. I This is one of the things that I never knew anything about, but they serve it over Kolkhanan potatoes. I'm probably butchering that, but it's like a mashed potato with a sauteed cabbage mixed in it, mm. which sounds like, and it's like caramelized cabbage. So it's got this delicious flavor and like this nice brown gravy on it. It's super good. He always gets the fish and chips, even whether it's from the cart, if we don't have a reservation, <laughs> like he is eating fish and chips, even if we have a reservation somewhere else, he's like, I've got to do Can it. I We're in comment that. about that fish um, and chips. The fish mm -hmm. and chips um, at the quick service right there is delicious. And I'm sure it's the same in the restaurant, but it is not greasy. How is that? No, not at all. How is that? How does that <laughs> I have no idea. Fried fish, but it's not greasy. It's delicious. It is. And it's super light. Like, I know it's the, I know they do oh. a beer batter, but I've, we've had fish and chips other places and it never, it's, it's like a cross between a beer batter and a tampura. Like it's, it's very, very light, which I love about it. And then one of my favorite things there is the sticky toffee pudding mm. that they do. Um, it's just super delicious. They do um, uh, firework dining there still, um, which is kind of nice. So you can go and, you know, sit, and you can do a special dining package and be able to see that for those that do are interested in more of the adult beverages. I'm, coming for you don't worry um they have the imperial sampler which is their beer sampler which is a mix of ales pale ales stouts and lagers and then they have a, a mccannon flight as well where you can do a 12 15 and 18 year sampling which is kind of cool and it's very reasonably priced so if you want to try some lovely delicious scotches that is your place to do it but nothing about beer or scotch that sounded like a foreign language to me <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is she the beer is the, <laughs> the beer is my thing, the scotch is the hubby. Okay. Like that, you know, and but it's it, it's kind of like not that there's not, you know, a festival going on all the time, but it's kind of like that idea that you can do a flight and they're they're great. You can try different things. They have a full pub there as well. So if you want to just go in and grab a drink, you can do that. Like we said, the um fish and chips booth, 
which is right outside as well too. But it's one not to not to miss. I mean, definitely you got to look at the menu. I do believe they have chicken fingers. Now that I think about that, because <laughs> our oldest son, only we can add it to our list. <laughs> we can add it to the list. But I'm 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 pretty sure I'd have to go back and look at their menu. But it's it's one that I feel like you can always find a reservation for same day, which is mm-hmm. great. It is a heavier meal. Yeah. So if you're going to have it for lunch and it's toasty out, it's going to slow down your pace a little bit. So I think like Nicole said, you know, just like Italian, that's a heavy meal. It's going to be more of your end of the day that I would recommend it. Um, Our, if I, I do, I did remember my second favorite spot to eat that I feel like has real grown up food, but also great for picky eaters is animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, yak and Yeti. Yeah. We love, mm-hmm. love Yak and Yeti. And for the longest time, it was so hard. Again, picky eaters. It was hard to eat in Animal Kingdom because one thing that's great about Animal Kingdom is so many of their quick service locations and table service dining is themed to the park. Yeah. So a lot of it is African and Asian inspired. So we would always eat at the Rainforest Cafe. And believe you me, I'm not knocking that. I enjoy the Rainforest Cafe as much as the next person. But I always do wonder what it's like. Like, unless I'm out with you guys and I'm out with adults, I don't eat like adults. But Mac and Yeti, I absolutely love. So if you are making your way, you know, it's supposed to be right at the base of Expedition Everest. I'm big into theming and what the restaurants look like. And I love it just looks like they have Asian artifacts throughout the entire restaurant. So it definitely has a cool feel. It has an upstairs. So again, like if you're sitting out by the windows, good people viewing spot. Um, But what I love about this is this is really my style. And I know so many people love Ohana because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's similar to Ohana, but we can't eat there because there really are no alternatives. Uh, But our favorite there, you know, we'll always do the pot stickers. They have the pork egg rolls. But I love that they do like lo mein dishes. So I'll do the chicken lo mein. Um, But they do have like a shrimp or you can do the combo or the vegetable lo mein. Um, But for me, it's really the walks that they offer. Um, And each one that they have is great. So a lot of the times I'll chat with my husband and be like, what are you doing so that we can split it? The Korean beef walk is probably my favorite. Um, but they have the honey chicken and the sweet and sour chicken. And those are just delicious. And this is something that I feel like I could probably eat this for lunch or dinner. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't feel heavy. So I could do, I mean, I don't know if I would do that and ride Everest, but (laughs) I do feel like it is a good lunch spot too. But this is probably one of like the best meals that we have had at the park. And I do like, I do like the style food, but what I like, again, if you have kids and you're afraid that they're not going to eat, I mean, they brought, they do have chicken fingers, but they also do like buttered stir fry mm. noodles. My kids are like, oh, we tried oh, something new. Smart. And I was like, did you really try something new? But they, <laughs> to them, they did. But the wait staff is great with being able to amend the menu there. Mm-hmm. So they did butter noodles for the kids. And my son, I think, had like seven gogurts. It was to the point <laughs> where it was disgusting. They just kept bringing like more gogurts because I was like, don't waste the vegetables. They don't eat them. And they're like, well, we have gogurts. And I was like, bring them on. And they just kept bringing them. Um, so that's, I really, I really love that spot there because for us, that's a spot where like, I feel like we can have a great meal. And I know the kids have something that they can eat too. So that's one of 
which is funny because I feel like for my kids, the hardest place to eat is Animal Kingdom, except at Yak and Yeti. I know everybody can sit down to a great meal there. One of our dream designers um, that originally used to do my Disney trips for me, that was always one of her recommendations. And she says, that, and I don't know if they're still on there, but the tuna nachos, like the Aki oh, nachos. Yeah, they are. I, sh I should I should have prepped this with as picky as my kids are. It's not like I'm that much better. So I don't do seafood. So those are there. But I don't, I don't do it. I'll do meats and pastas. I do feel like I'm a little bit more adventurous, but I have heard that. Um, like my husband's gotten the calamari there, but if anything he's doing with seafood, he has to be able to consume all of it because I'm not helping. Uh, but I do, I do believe, I do believe the ahi tuna nachos are still on the. And Renee's talking about our friend Shelly and Shelly is obsessed with all things tuna yes. nachos. So uh, yes. Shelly. Like, like a sickness. Yeah. It's a sickness how much she loves this. <laughs> Those were the first two things I remember when she did a trip. I think it was for like a run Disney trip. Like she had just started or something like that. And she said that. And then I remember I had to text her mid trip because she told me where I could get Dole Whip with rum in it. And she basically gave me like turn by turn directions yeah. to find the booth to get it. Yeah. And I was like, this girl's going to be my best friend. Amazing. It's <laughs> amazing. Great recommendations. Okay. Well, well, I'm going to jump Ups, try that next time when, when yeah. my husband, we have our big family trip coming up at the end of the summer. So I'll make sure that, that he can get that because we've done the lettuce cups, but also delightful. Yes. That's adventurous. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nothing says brave eater like lettuce cups, <laughs> but they're very good. Oh, that's too funny. Well, since we're in Animal Kingdom, I'll give you guys my last recommendation, which is in park. And that is Tiffin's. So as we said, there's tons of great quick service things to, to do. And again, we're going to have to do a whole thing about our favorite quick service because I feel like that's mm -hmm. there's so many good ones there, especially Animal Kingdom. Yes. Like that's that, that, that one is I feel my, like you can... that's my favorite park for quick yeah. service dining. Totally. Like no pre-planning really for that one. You can kind of just fly yeah. by the seat of your pants, which is always nice. But they did put in, they wanted to put something a little more upscale. And so they put in Tiffin's and Tiffin's is definitely a more adventurous mm -hmm. menu. Let me be a hundred percent solid with that. Like the, everything is going to be spiced. It's going to have different influences and nods and infusions and things like that. Um, there are like, four things that I feel like are to go to. I, I don't think you can have a bad thing there, but my top four are definitely the crispy chili glazed pork belly, which is served on a chorizo and cheese biscuit with a soft poached egg and a tasso ham gravy. Mm -hmm. So it's like biscuits and gravy, meat, hollandaise on steroids. Like it's, it's absolutely delicious. Whoever composed this dish did such a, beautiful job. All the flavors complement each other. There is a spiced chickpea falafel, which is also good and has the most amazing mint pistachio pesto on it, which I've tried to replicate at home that pesto and I, I cannot figure it out. Um, the Szechuan noodles are also good, which have charred corn, trumpet mushrooms, um, Japanese eggplant, which is like a little bit sweeter than traditional eggplant. It has sugar snap peas, garlic, and then I know Bridget loves this too, is 
the crispy chili oil, Yum. which I put on everything. Yes. <laughs> um, I had it on and then for dessert, they're did you? I had it in my ramen last night. <laughs> um, but then they have a blueberry lemon gateau as well, which is a buttermilk cake that has lemon curd and lemon mousse and then an almond crumble on top. Yeah. And they don't have it on the menu anymore. But if anyone has ever eaten at the Grand Floridian Cafe, they used to do a French toast flight where you could do a blueberry lemon curd. And I it had like a vanilla granola that you could do on it and fresh blueberries. It was like a create your own type of thing they took it off the menu but this is the closest dessert option i found to, to replicating those flavors and again beautiful cocktails they have all different wines um from the region again very much themed to animal kingdom and it it's it's a really cool one it's it's one to check out if you have an adventurous eater that's younger our daughter would eat absolutely anything the weirder the better when she was little like you put it in front of her, the kid would demolish it. And she's still that way. And my son is more adventurous now as a teenager. But um, it, I, I feel like if you have kids in that age that are experimenting with different foods and things like that, it, you could you could definitely pull it off. It'd be a good one. Well, I'm going to take us out of Animal Kingdom for a second. And I'm going to plop us over in Hollywood Studios because I love the Hollywood Brown Derby. This is the signature dining experience. We love this restaurant. Again, it's located in Hollywood Studios. Um, when you walk in to the restaurant, if you kind of go to the left, that's where the restroom is located and you'll see an elevator and then you'll see the Club 33 sign. Club 33 is right above um, the, the restaurant there. So if you're a Club 33 member, that's where you get in. But I love this restaurant. It's modeled after the golden age of Hollywood Wood and it can serve it serves contemporary American cuisine. We love this place. I love the Cobb salad. Uh, the steaks are great. Everything that we've had there has been fantastic from salads to soups to desserts. The desserts are delicious. They have a chocolate cake, which is probably my daughter's favorite. It's enormous. I mean, I'm talking layer upon layer of chocolate cake and we eat like half of it and take the rest of it back to the room. But they also have a grapefruit cake. Have any of you had that? I just I had, had Yeah, I I just had someone that did um the Fantasmic Dining. Yeah. And so at Brown Derby it comes with the dessert mm -hmm. and that's all she could talk it's about beautiful. Oh, it's a so good cake. and it's tall it's big it's it's a big slice of cake kind of like the chocolate cake you have to like grapefruit when when you order it it is going to taste very grapefruit but it is really really delicious the food there is great they have a great cocktail menu a really impressive wine menu the food is wonderful it's a great place to take a break now the hollywood brown derby does also have the hollywood brown derby lounge which is just outside of the restaurant. It's a covered patio area um, with umbrellas with kind of a limited seating. There is a bar when you walk in and then there's limited seating there where you can get the Hollywood Brown Derby appetizers, wines and cocktails. You can get the, um, 
the Cobb salad there. And so a lot of things that are on the regular menu, you can grab that at the lounge as well. They have a margarita flight, a sangria flight. So, I mean, they've got lots of different options there. If you're not wanting to make a full reservation, the lounge is a really good option. And they have a walk-up list that you can um, hop on at 11 a.m. if you're interested. That would be a really good option for lunch. If you're looking for the full meal experience, I would probably recommend dinner because you'll be waddling out of there if you get all of the all of the dessert goodness but we love the brown derby it's great my kids favorite meal is steak so um this is a great place to get a really nice steak as well my mouth is watering i know conversation i know i'm gonna need to eat lunch after this (laughs) all i have in my house is bread and peanut butter (laughs) After I just heard about everybody's delicious options. That's all I, I have. Clearly, clearly, it just Aww. means it's time to take another trip. That's right. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the My Mickey podcast. We hope you enjoyed hearing about and hopefully we left your taste buds tingling when we talked about our favorite table service dining options. Um, and if you have any comments or questions or suggestions or future topics, we'd love to hear from you. And of course, if you're planning your next Walt Disney World vacation, We want to make sure that your vacation is as easy as possible. So be sure to reach out to our team of dream designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel. We are experts in all things Disney, and we make sure to work with you to create a personalized itinerary that's tailored for your family's needs and preferences. And you can learn more by heading to MyMickeyVacation.com. So thanks so much for tuning in and being a part of our travel community. We'll see you real soon.